Hello and welcome to the Oikos Family Podcast, episode 53. Thank you for joining me today. I'm excited to let you know that we are now filming the podcasts. So if you're listening to this and you'd love to watch it, or you'd like to watch it, then you can go to the Oikos YouTube channel and it'll be there because we are going to be putting our podcasts on the YouTube channel. Well, in fact, all our previous podcasts, all those that we did last year of 2019, being episodes 1 to 52 for the 52 weeks of 2019, they are all there on YouTube already, but just the audio. So now, as of episode 53, we're doing um, videoing them, we're filming them. So I can show you some things and talk to you directly in this way, as directly as I possibly can. I'd like to be sitting and having some tea with you, actually. So I've made sure that I got my tea, in fact it's coffee today, over here, ready, to share with you. And if you're only listening to this podcast, I shall be sharing with you in a way that I hope it won't matter whether you watch it or not watch it. But anyway, the one reason, one of the main reasons actually why we are filming it is to be able to interact with you more because we would love to be able to do that. And you interact with us in the way of being able to comment on uh, the video on, on YouTube when you've watched the video or when you're watching the video. Please, I'm asking you. If you wouldn't mind commenting there, I'll tell you why, because it'll help me to see if this is of value to you, if there's something that you want to ask me, if there is something, some input you'd like to give me, then that would be a fantastic place to do that. So I hope you do. I hope this year 2020 is going to be one of more interaction with each other. And here I am doing what I can do to interact with you. Even though I'm looking at a lens, I'd rather be looking into your eyes, but I hope that this is a step closer to just the audio. I'm sure that it is. So I would like to start with sharing with you from Philippians because it pretty much says what I would like to say to you. It says in Philippians chapter 1, I thank my God every time I remember you. That's you, the parents that are listening or watching. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. It is right for me to feel this way about you, since I have you in my heart. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. Now, you know why I wanted to share specifically from Philippians? One, so that you know that I pray for you and that I think of you, the parent, and just coming and doing this podcast has meant that I've been thinking and praying for you. I don't just come and sit here and talk to you. I've actually spent time praying for you. And you know what came to me when I prayed for you? The parent who's listening, whoever you are and wherever you are, I really hope that this is going to be an encouragement to you and a support to you because today's focus on today's podcast is going to be about treasure hunts. Now, I'm very excited that the Lord gave me that in my heart to share with you, this topic of treasure hunts, because at the end of 2019, the close of that decade, it seemed to end on quite a down for many people. When I say many, in fact, every single person I spoke to said that it was had been a tough year. And so we all hopped into 2020, into this new decade, enthusiastic and excited for something better. 
And so I'm thinking that if I can be here to help you and encourage you, the parent, for that better, for it to be better for you and mostly for your children, because I know that if I help you, it will help your children. That's actually what I hope, is that by helping you, the parent, to give you some support, that that will trickle down and be a support to your your children or in your everyday living. And so I come back to the topic of treasure hunts because I don't think there's a child out there that doesn't love a treasure hunt. You can tell me in the comments if you're able to watch this on YouTube. If you know of a child that doesn't like a treasure hunt, because I think children love treasure hunts. That's been my experience of it. So the reason why I wanted to share with you from Philippians and also about treasure hunts is to say to you that treasure hunts was something that has always been a very, very fond memory for us. And I'm going to share some practical tips for you now about treasure hunts because we use the book of Philippians, hence me starting with Philippians, not just to tell you that I'm praying for you and I'm wanting to encourage you in your parenting, but also to use this book of Philippians as a theme for this treasure hunt topic that I want to stay with for a while. Because we use the book of Philippians and we said that we're going to find scripture in here. When I say we, I'm talking about us as a family when the children were much younger. We took the book of Philippians and we said, okay, we're going to find the treasures in here in Philippians and we're going to bury them in our hearts. And then what we did is I then started thinking, how can I turn this into an actual treasure treasure hunt? Not just the, the idea of finding treasures in the word and burying them in our hearts, but actually do it practically. So what I did is I thought about how to make this treasure hunt an exciting treasure hunt for the children to find scripture and to, for us to bury it in our heart. And it's very appropriate that it's from Philippians, actually, because my, my mother has two favorite scriptures, one in Numbers and one in Philippians. And Philippians is only four chapters. Okay, So I'm going to ask you to please go read Philippians this week and spend some time there because you will be inspired, I'm, I'm sure of it. But let me tell you how I was inspired. What I did is I took a scripture that I thought would be good for us as a family or as one of the individual children. And I, okay, I'm going to have to just rewind a little bit and say to you this, the actual practical steps. They went like this. Our one child loved teddy bears, was absolutely crazy about teddy bears. So I got a teddy bear, one of his favorite teddy bears. And I put it in a place that was very obvious to him because he was just young. So it wasn't, you know, I didn't want to make it difficult for him. I wanted the treasure hunt to be fun. And I would tell him to go and find his teddy bear. And his teddy bear had a little note for him. So he'd go look for the teddy bear and find it in an obvious place. Then he'd read the little note and the little note would take him to the next teddy bear. And the next teddy bear. Now, if your children are so young, they're not reading yet. What I did with our youngest was I drew pictures. So if the the next note was um, the teddy bear on the swing or the teddy bear on the garden bench or the teddy bear at the kitchen table or on the kitchen table, whatever it might be, I drew a little picture. It didn't take long. I know that you might be saying, I haven't got time for this and uh, I, I'm not, I don't think creatively and I'm not sure how to do it. You might be having those thoughts right now because... Those are the responses I've heard from moms when we when we talk about things like this at moms' retreats and so on. But I'm going to come back to that just now and encourage you with how to how to do this in the simplest format in a way that you will find that you have time and it'll be worth it to you. Because the first time you set up this treasure hunt, it's going to take a bit of time. 
The second time it'll be quicker and quicker and quicker until eventually you're doing treasure hunts every week. Why not? I mean, if you said to your children, we've got treasure hunt someday this week, you don't tell them a specific day, it's a surprise. I'm planning a treasure hunt for you. Then what can happen is when you're out at the shops and you see something, um, you know, something that one of the children wants, you can quietly get it. And then you can keep it for the treasure hunt. And they don't know you did that. And the treasure hunt day comes along and here they found the surprise. It can be the smallest thing. It can be a, you know, a little trinket of some kind. That's not expensive. You don't have to have, you know, lay out a whole lot of money. It's better to use your time than use your money. We all know that. You, can, you can't buy time, but you can make money later. Okay, so let's get back to the practical. So here we are, we little teddy bear. And he's taking this little child on a little journey. Well, I mean the treasure hunt, not the teddy bear. You know, the treasure hunt, the planned treasure hunt is taking this child on a little journey from one teddy bear to the next to the next. And at each teddy bear, he's either finding a little note written by myself, the mommy, or he's finding a little picture and it's taking him from one place to the next. All with the view to eventually coming back to um, family, to sitting around um, at having a picnic or at the kitchen table or in the lounge, whatever it is, because the final destination of the treasure hunt would be in a place that I had selected as the mom because that's is how I'd planned it. Okay, so now they've been on their treasure hunt and they arrive back at the at the spot where where we all gathered, whether it's one child or seven children, everybody can be on the treasure hunt at the same time and I'll I'll be speaking more about how to make that happen but because you've got different aged children and so on and so forth. But sticking with the teddy bear theme for now, just to give you some practical ideas, this one child, the one I was referring to, our last born that loved teddy bears, he would come back with all his teddy bears bundled in his arms and all his little notes and we would all have arrived back at the destination of the final spot of our treasure hunt. And that is where I would read to them some scripture or I'd read them a story, um, you know, read, a read aloud story about a particular theme that we, that I had decided was the theme of this treasure hunt. Let me give you an example. I'll see if I can find something here in Philippians of that. It says here in Philippians chapter 3, verse 1, Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same thing to you again, and it, for it is a safeguard for you. I love that because it's no trouble for me to remind you and remind you and remind you to rejoice in the Lord always. In fact, that particular scripture is repeated here in Philippians. That's why I'd love you to go and read the four chapters of Philippians because we are reminded to rejoice. And then he says it again, rejoice again, rejoice again. So now our children have been on this treasure hunt and I hope that there's joy because joy gives us strength. Okay, and now because maybe you picked up a particular theme, let's use the theme of rejoice because that's just what I read from Philippians. And now you can find a little read aloud story um, that you are ready with to read to the children. So they know at the end of the treasure hunt, they're going to get a read aloud story. Or maybe it's going to be an art activity or maybe you're just going to have a picnic, or maybe it'll be lunchtime and you would have um, put smiley faces on their sandwiches because you're talking about joy, whatever it might be. I'm just throwing some ideas out there while I think of them. But the point being is that the treasure hunt is something that can be um, something that you can do in your week to bring joy 
And it, for your children to have your time, your committed, dedicated time, for you to be doing something really special for them. And so now I'm going to come to how do you find the time to do all of this? Well, let me just give you an example. I'll, I'll paint the picture for you how it worked in our ha- household. I would think about the theme of the treasure hunt, and then I would make some little cards. Let's say it was four, because they only needed to go to four places. They didn't have to go to 27 places on their treasure hunt. It can be four or five or six, or maybe you start with two or three. Start really small, and when you've got into the treasure hunt theme and your family is enjoying it and you see the fruit of it, you might want to do more and more, in which case you could make the treasure hunts a little bit more difficult. So it's a little bit of a challenge for the children, and some children may love a challenge, and and others may not so much enjoy the challenge. So you would be able to um, assess which child you need to challenge a little bit more because that's what they enjoy and the other which you don't need to do that with. And so what you do is you're sitting there and you're thinking about the treasure hunt, you've read from Philippians, something specific jumps out at you and you take that theme. And now you think of um, that particular scripture and keeping that theme throughout the treasure hunt. So you'll put little smiley faces on every little card that you write for, for the children's treasure hunt. But you might wonder um, what to write and how much to write. And what I'm going to suggest is you keep it really, really simple. For example, the first teddy bear had a little note that just said, um, hello to the child, yeah, and the child's name. That's all it said on, on the card. And then it had a picture of the swing or a picture of something. Or if they were able to read, it could say, go to the swing. So it's literally a couple of words and a little picture. And then... And then the child would go to that next teddy bear and the same thing. There would be a little picture, a small, short um, message that would take them to the next and the next. And eventually they end up at the treasure pot and the treasure pot is mommy, ready for them to read a story for them or play a game or do something. It could even be a game thinking of that. Actually, I'm just thinking about that. It could be a game, you know, like a, a fun game, one, a tabletop game, some game that they love playing. You could have that all ready and prepared for them, and that was the treasure. When they came back from their treasure hunt, they actually found the the treasure at the end of the treasure hunt, being whatever it is that you've prepared for them. And that is where we spend time in Philippians, because we would come back to that the destination, and we would then talk about some treasure from Philippians. So the actual, some scripture that is, and we'd bury that in our heart, and we'd find ways, different practical ways to remember the bearing it in our heart pot. Okay, so so now if you can just imagine this whole scene of what it, uh, the little bit of time it's going to take you to make a few notes and then to have a, an area prepared for when the children return from their treasure hunt. Now I want to tell you what, how I used to use this time, you know, over and above what I've just explained because what I used to do is if I had um, things to check, let, let's in today's um, world it would be perhaps emails or phone messages or something, I would send the children on the um, treasure hunt and then go to this, the destination to be ready for them and then do something there. So in other words, I had maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, however long the treasure hunt was taking for the children to complete was how long I had to sit just very quietly for those moments either preparing for their return and be prepared with the the message that I've got for them from the word, or it would have been a time for me to catch up on something, 
make a phone call. That's a little bit risky because you don't want to be on the phone when the children come back from the treasure hunt. No, no, no. That wouldn't be nice. You must be ready for them. Be prepared and ready to receive them at the end of their treasure hunt, something so that they can be excited about it. And you will have treasures waiting for them. And their first treasure that they can find is you, the mom, sitting waiting for their return from their treasure hunt and ready to give them more, ready to give them the treasure that they were hunting for. So do you know what? I think that maybe I've given you enough ideas for this particular podcast because one of the goals of these podcasts, I think, is just to keep them brief so that you can grab this idea, spend this week thinking about this treasure hunt, the treasure hunts for your children, ideas that you might have, planning them a bit in your mind, in your heart, maybe even doing some practical preparation, make a whole lot of little cards um, up that would be quick and ready for you just to um, rotate, you know, because maybe you can use that same swing picture that you can use it over and over for different um, treasure hunts. It can be the, the sixth thing on um, the treasure hunt. The sixth place to go to is the swing, not the second place, for example. So, you know, think about it. Spend this week thinking about it, if you can, about how to do treasure hunts for your children. And it is. it might take you a bit of time to plan and think and prepare, But what I'm saying is each time you do it, the time for preparation just gets less and less and less. And the value gets more and more and more. Because, I mean, isn't that a wonderful, fond memory to have of uh, memories of your children thoroughly enjoying treasure hunts and, and better still that they actually, for the treasure they found was the word of God and that they could bury that in their heart and that can carry them all the way through into their adult life and into their own families and so on. So uh, thank you so much for being with me today and for listening to this podcast. I do hope that I've encouraged you because I believe that 2020 needs to be full of treasures. I believe we need to find them and we need to be intentional about getting them, looking for them and getting them. So let's start with teaching our children how to go find treasure with treasure hunts. I hope you're going to have a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to next podcast where I can share with you more on this topic of treasure hunts. Bye for now.